Hello and welcome to the Field Goals Podcast. I'm your host, Brandon Schultz. It is Wednesday, January 5th, and we're going back to Monday when Pete Carroll met with the media. And one of the things that we're all interested in knowing is how the team that went from struggling to perform even against bad teams like the Bears just a couple weeks ago to hanging 50 points on a similarly bad Lions team. Turns out, Pete is attempting to create a playoff atmosphere and mindset around these final two games to close out the season. The reason that that's important to me is because this is our opportunity to, to play the last games of the year, that, and, and, and you have to win them. You know, and, and that's the, the NFL is all about winning that last game and, uh, it, and how difficult it is to win the last game. And I wanted to have some reference for the young guys who haven't had that opportunity yet where we're talking the talk and they, they understand that there is a conversation about some, some factors that can only happen once you get to the very end of the season. And so I'm just trying to teach from, from it's way more the importance of it than anything else. It's about teaching you know, what it's like and see if we can gain something in it. I mean, like this last game this week, this worked out perfect, <laughs> you know, for, for taking advantage of, we, we, we put it like it's a playoff game. This is the things we have to do with what we want to look like. And we pulled it off. And so, you know, we'll have, we'll have that reference point. If we can win another one here, then uh, we'll, we'll, we'll be better for it. He was also asked about a few of the top performers from Sunday's game, including cornerback Michael Jackson. He did fine. He did fine. He did some, uh, a couple things in special teams and uh, had a couple chances to make plays and got involved, uh, you know, at the point of the ball coming in and, uh, he did fine. He looked very comfortable playing, and uh, he's he's you know he's had a lot of practice time with us, so he has he has been drilled and prepared and all of that. He just hadn't been on on the playing field, but uh, so really it really it was a good showing for his first time out. Here were Pete's thoughts on Cody Barton's play, subbing in for Bobby Wagner. He played really fast. He played with confidence. Attacked the line of scrimmage really well. Um, attacked blockers well on his way to the football. I, I, I just the most confident in, uh, that he's been. And uh, that really is a big factor playing, playing in there because you got to go. You know, you see stuff, you got to go. And he, um, he did and got involved in the passing game, had a couple rush opportunities too that he would like to have again. But uh, all in all, he did a really nice job. And later on, Pete narrowed specifically on Barton's ability to cover in the passing game. He had a couple really good plays. Uh, he misread a couple things or he might have had a chance to help us out. Um, over the middle, but all in all, he was, he was, he's good. He's, a, he's always shown us to have really good instincts in the passing game and he is a playmaker and can steal the football from you and, and all of that. Um, it's the strength of his. Not everything was positive though. Carroll said some of the new guys on special teams struggled to execute. Yeah, it, it did happen in this game. Um, we got down to guys that hadn't had a lot of reps and all that, um, with the substitutions we had to throw in there. And, and um, but we would look at it from the coach's perspective that um, as that happened, we needed to simplify to make it easier for the guys to transition. We, we stayed with the game plan and we made a couple of mistakes. So, um, you know, we, we can see that we we need accountability here to, you know, if it gets where you, you're getting guys that have never even taken a snap before, you know, you got to make sure it's as simple as possible so they can execute. Carol also talked about DK Metcalf's journey in learning how to better control his emotions this season. Uh, we, we've been we've been going through all of the stages that have kind of I, I happened with DK. I might, maybe I missed a couple of them, but we've been working at stuff uh, pretty much all year, and and it's been a it's been a good year in that regard. Um, you remember right off the bat, he was really feisty, and he was trying to figure out you know how how aggressive he was going to be, and 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 
how much of a factor he could be. And, and he found out that he was getting a lot of attention from officials and, and he had to, you know, he had to, you know, he had to find the right rhythm and the right kind of, uh, uh you know, mentality. And, um, and we've been working at it. It, it is, a, it is a big growth year for him and he's doing really well. He's coming out the other end of this thing, stronger and better and, and more, uh, committed to how he plays and how he works. Um, and, and the expectations that he's living, living with. And so, um, you know, he's, He's doing, I think it's been a great year in that regard. And it's been, it hasn't been easy. It's been, you know, uncomfortable at times, but he's figured his way through it. The, the best thing about it, he's been really open-minded and he's been willing to talk about stuff. And, and uh, um, he hasn't been all, you know, thinking he's got all the answers. He's really been good to, in that way. And so um, he's going to be better for it. Before we finish up with some of the injury news, Pete was asked on 710 ESPN Monday morning about the reports of Russ going somewhere in the offseason. He said, quote, I don't mess with them. I don't have to. I know what's going on. I don't have to follow the agenda somebody has out there to try to create and stir stuff up. And so Pete was asked a follow-up question on why he was so dismissive of these rumors that we've heard through the media. The kind of conversation we have behind the scenes are not in, in line with the rumors. Okay, there you go. No, they're not at all. We, we've been talking, we've been together and connected throughout this whole, this whole season. And uh, that's why it's, it's easy to dismiss, to dismiss those at this time. So there you go. Now, all the talk can just go away, right? Here is Pete's update on Bobby Wagner, who had his knee checked out after the game on Sunday. He's got a, a, a sprained knee, and uh, there's, it, it, you know, he's, it's swollen today and all that, but it's not uh, the kind of damage that would make you have to get surgery. So... Um, there's, we just got to find out, you know, what the recovery time is like and, and, uh, and take care of him right now. Defensive end Carlos Dunlap has a minor ankle issue. Uh, yeah, he, um, yeah, it was his ankle that he, he, he twisted. I don't know how, how serious it is. It wasn't terrible, uh, you know, today. So um, he has a chance to play this week. DJ Dallas and Will Disley also made it out Sunday with some minor injuries. DJ seemed to be okay. Um, he's got to figure out, you know, how he comes back because he got pounded on the, on the thigh pretty good. Um, this has got a really sore heel. Um, it's a, kind of an unusual injury that we've got to see how it, how it takes to the week, and we don't know yet. Elsewhere on the injury front, Mookie Alexander has the article up at fieldgoals.com. Alex Collins will finish the season on injured reserve, so we can hope Rashad Penny has one more solid game left in him to close out the season against the Arizona Cardinals. Unless maybe you don't want the Seahawks to close out the season strong against the Arizona Cardinals. That is the debate up at field goals. Tyler Alson's article. Check it out. It's among the most talked about articles on the site right now. Will anything change this offseason if the Seahawks do beat the Arizona Cardinals coming up this weekend? That is a question we'll all have to wait to the offseason to find out, but we can all talk about it in the meantime. That's up, fieldgoals.com. I'll be back here a little later on this week talking three in, three out, previewing this upcoming game with Clinton Bonner and Phil Lydick. So stick around for that. Subscribe to the show, sbnation.com slash NFL podcasts, so you can get the show in your podcast feed as soon as it comes out. And until next time, go Hawks.